knowing what to eat is the easy part. Actually doing it is where people struggle. What you do after the diet is just as important as the diet itself. Focus on food quality for health and food quantity for weight loss. Patience is the least utilised tool in most diets. I don't mind a superfood salad, but I prefer pizza. Don't throw the kitchen sink at it. Pick a training method you enjoy. That's the advice. Generally, most people don't lift heavy enough. Think of me as the Alan Partridge of the fitness industry. If you haven't thought about your death row meal, then we can't be friends. Welcome back to the Not Another Fitness Podcast with myself, Andy Spraggs, and my co-host, Amy Rambo Rammers Ramshead. Beautifully put. Like you've never been away, someone said. Oh, I had a little bit of a break. I've been, I've been, I cheated on you a little bit. I did it dipped in and out with another podcast. I can't believe, literally, as soon <laughs> as my microphone was turned off, Rambo was off. Um, Touting her wares to the other fitness podcasts. <laughs> world. I mean, shout out to the boys over at No Nonsense Nutri- Nutrition, Brett and Johnny. Um, I will still be uh, jumping in on their podcast every so often, but we know where my heart really lies. It's don't, with you, my don't, friend. Don't you forget it either. Don't you forget <laughs> it. I didn't get any offers to appear on any podcast in the last few months. I sat by the phone, <laughs> sat on Zoom, waited for something to happen. Nothing. Not a sausage. Set up like that with all your setup, all your gear, headphones on, everything. Headphones on, <laughs> waiting to record. I've got a good sound quality. We don't care. We're not interesting enough. Uh, I, I think it's just the two of us together, mate. That's it. It's just a package, isn't it? That's the chemistry, in it? That's what's brought us back together. Just oh, couldn't, oh. couldn't stay away. I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, we do see each other most days anyway. <laughs> so it's not like we've been apart for all this time. It's not the same, though, is it? Like, we have half an hour pretty much during our working day to catch up and even then it's like sending emails looking at the computer like you're right mate yeah i'm all right you're right yeah yeah press that button on the coffee machine again for me fill me up (laughs) that we should start doing a little yeah little pound coin jar for that every time one of us says fill us up mate (laughs) stick a pod in the coffee machine um yeah the podcast is basically um it's just an opportunity for me and rambo to spend some quality time with each other because at the gym yeah it just doesn't really happen as nice as it is to see each other in the gym it's just we're quite busy, aren't we? We are very busy. We are very busy. And um And it's January, yeah, so I mean, that's only that's only compounded by the uh new year, new me kind of vibe. We did that pod. I'm not doing that again. Um <laughs> this, you know, that's just easy, boring content every single year. New what? year, new me. Um <laughs> let's recycle some of this old this old stuff. Yeah, rehash it. We're not actually back. We're just uh, reposting the episode yeah. from last year. If this sounds a bit familiar. <laughs> um, no, we are really busy, to be fair. December was a weird month, though, mate, wasn't it? Like, everyone was in that heightened anxiety COVID state. Uh, we had cancellations galore, all of us, didn't we? It was bizarre. Yeah, I'm sure kind of everyone's in the same boat. But I mean, I mean, even now, still, it's quite... Um... Yeah, Omicron and all that and all that jazz. Although I feel like a little bit more positive than I did a month ago. But I think yeah. everyone was being super cautious leading up to Christmas because even people that weren't necessarily that worried about the virus um, as such were worried about being able to have a Christmas 
yeah and spending time with family and so i think people were being kind of super cautious to be fair as was kind of most of us i think yeah um well you took you you i came in one day and you were like yeah i'm just gonna take next week off i'm just going on holiday i'm like oh okay he's going soon yeah i took the week before christmas off but it completely backfired on me because maxwell got ill didn't he and got sent home from nursery mm, almost did. immediately so um Instead of having a nice chilled out couple of days, uh, we were taking him to have a nice PCR test and then sitting around waiting for those results. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that uh, swabbing the nose of an 11-month-old, like he, he just didn't like it. Just Funny wasn't, that. Wasn't really into it, was he? <laughs> Car seat really came into its own, though, keeping him uh, confined him and secure. He's but, only yeah. just really better, really, isn't he? Yeah, just about. Yeah, he's got his appetite back now, the little man. He's going to be one in about three days four that's days amazing. yeah that's a bit weird it's been the, I, I, i'm sure i've said this on the previous podcast but like of all the kind of parenting cliches that you hear the truest of them all is that time goes quickly mm. that that is the one like there's some others that i'm like you know a bit hit or miss but yeah the, the last year has been it's been a whirlwind that's yeah. gone quick Oh, Real happy quick. birthday, Maxwell, for three days' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mad, absolutely mad. Bless so, you. yeah, this is this is kind of one of the reasons that the, um, or something that's going to definitely benefit the pod, now, like, the little man's in nursery. So as much as I love spending time with the little guy, it's also nice to have a little bit of time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, so me and Rambo are still flat in the gym, but now we have, or now I have, this kind of, like, two or three-hour window um, a couple of afternoons a week. So the pod Sweet. is back. The pod is back. I've recommitted back to the pod. And to be fair, I would say it probably took about a month maybe not even that maybe a few weeks and i was like no nah, yeah we're definitely going to do this again yeah which is lovely which and is I, lovely and i think in december i said to sarah i was like i'm re- i'm missing doing it now and she was like that's the first time you said that and i was yeah. like yeah it's coming yeah. back how quick did that break go though mate seriously I, I couldn't tell you when we did the last pod it was september oh, man i would have gone later than that it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't feel that long ago yeah at all i was like and i don't mean this to i don't say this to make you feel bad i was heartbroken oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. but like with hindsight it's been lovely it's been very nice to have a break we're rejuvenated we're psyched we're ready to come back and i think it, it definitely made me realize which i knew already but it definitely reinforced that we have something really special so yeah yeah, completely agree, mate. I, I definitely have missed it. And it's nice to be, you know, without going into like the new year, new pod type of <laughs> format. That's <laughs> the title of this podcast. There you go. New year, new pod. Well, I suppose we want to have a bit of a, like today is a bit of a, I suppose, a bit of a catch up. Um, and me and Rambo are going to kind of fill fill the listening people in with what, we're, what we've been up to and what we're kind of really, I suppose, more what we've got planned for the coming year part of that is you know with our own training if you care <laughs> and kind of follow us on our journey there and but the other part of it is kind of what we're going to do with the podcast what do you want to do first Rambo? do you want to talk about our our kind of own personal kind of lives or do you want to talk about the pod itself um, let's talk about our personal stuff and then let's leave the listeners with 
an idea of the very fluid direction that we're gonna take the pod in this year cool i like that um how was your christmas mate how was december you said it was a bit uh December was weird. This is my first like December as a PT. So um it's cold had, in the gym, isn't it, mate? It's hot, <laughs> cold in the gym. So Andy and I work in a warehouse style gym. Um and which is great. It's very like it's a really good space. It's very well ventilated. Very well ventilated. If anything, too well ventilated, in my opinion. It's bloody freezing. And Andy and I feel the cold. Some people don't feel the cold. Um, Mark Lee, the gym's owner, shout out, Keith. <laughs> shout uh, out, short shorts, Keith. Yeah. Um, but we are freezing. I think me, you and Danny are the ones that pretty much moan about it the most. Constantly. But yeah. So we're very cold. But no, Jim, um, December was great. Uh, December was very busy. It was very social. We had a lot going on, Jack and I, every single weekend. And to be honest, December kicked my ass. It really did. I had to be very organized. The social stuff was great. But the, um, yeah, the PT... It, my, I have my diehard, my, I have my, excuse me, my diehard clients that would literally turn up if the gym was on fire, never mind if they've got COVID or not. Um, and they were pretty on it most of December. But then I had a, like the others that obviously there was COVID hanging around, a few other cancellations for various other reasons. And it was just a bit bizarre. It was just a bit bizarre. Um, obviously, it started waning the close to Christmas. We did get, and people were being a little bit more cautious. And then, yeah, Christmas. Christmas was wonderful. I spent it with my mum in the Cotswolds. Had a great time, the two of us. Um, food, drink, walks, jigsaws. And then I got COVID on the 27th. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to be honest, in terms of like timing, it was brilliant because I had like two and a half weeks off work, which would never happen. Otherwise I only had to miss three days of work back at the gym um, because I was testing positive for the full, pretty much 10 days. It was only the Wednesday. I really got that full negative. And then I was back to the gym on Thursday. Um, so yeah, it was, it was lovely. And COVID was fine. Absolutely fine. I just felt knackered all the time. Absolutely knackered. And I'm still struggling a little bit now, just feeling tired, but um, so yeah, what with COVID and hormones as well, um, ladies, you will feel me with this. I don't know if you have a couple of nights just before you start your period where you just do not sleep and like every single layer comes off in bed and it just feels like you just feel like you've been hit by a train. Um, so I just had a couple of bad nights sleep and just, uh, kind of kick my ass a bit coming into January and obviously getting used to having to get up at 5am again that has been tough um but I am good I am raring to go today is the first day that I didn't feel knackered training so I felt pretty good training um enjoyed it worked hard um yeah December was December was great I didn't see Jack for about two and a half weeks <laughs> Because of COVID. December was great. Didn't see Jack for about two and a half weeks. Didn't see my boyfriend. But he was quite <laughs> ill over Christmas as well. He had a bit of a viral um, a tummy bug and was throwing up Christmas Day, Boxing Day 27th. So all in all, bless her, bless him, uh, bless us. We kind of didn't really see see each other and spend any time together, which was a bit cack. But hey-ho, normal service has resumed, but Christmas was delightful. I feel bad for my mum, though, because she isolated with me for a week and then 
she tested positive six days later. So she literally did over two weeks at home. Bless her. By the end of it, she was going stir crazy. Absolute trooper. (laughs) Absolute trooper. But yeah, that was December. Now well into Jan, aren't we? And we're, uh, yeah. And I'm firing on all cylinders. So that was my December, my Christmas. How was your December and your Christmas, mate? Yeah, it was it was a mixed bag. So like without kind of this will be the the last that COVID's mentioned, I promise. But like leading yeah. up to the was the, the yeah, the little man gets sent gets sent home from nursery like the week like Christmas week. So we were kind of basically waiting for him to register uh or get his PCR test back. So I basically called up my mum and was like, Look, the little man's not well. He's coughing constantly. I'll call you on Christmas Eve with the result as to whether Christmas is going to go ahead or not. But it did, and it was fine. And it was, um, yeah, I cooked Christmas dinner, mate, this year. Did you? You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Is that your first time? Oh, yeah. And? And all the way up to it, I was like, oh, this will be fine, like trying to play like Mr. Cool. On the day, I really wanted to do well. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, re- I really wanted it to go to go well. And it's I, like a I, race, isn't it? I didn't realize. Oh, I, that bothered, I didn't realize, like, until the day that I actually cared. Do you know what I mean? Um, That's brilliant. Oh, did I tell you about the turkey, by the way? No. Um, sorry, was that my notifications going off? Let's just close you down. Um, so I'd ordered a turkey. Right? Oh, by the way, I'm again. I see. I haven't spoken to you like this for so long. Here's something I didn't realize before cooking Christmas dinner. How expensive are turkeys? How expensive? They'll probably be about like eight quid now if you want to go get one. Look, I know there's a markup, right? I know there's obviously a markup, but I was I was so taken aback that when I went on the website, I thought I must have ordered some kind of like gigantic Oops. one. I, I was like, well, this must be wrong. Let me just double check that. And I was like, no, that's the cheapest turkey I can get. And it's still 70 pounds. Yeah. I should have charged admission really to mum and dad for coming round. <laughs> um yeah so i was supposed to pick it up on christmas eve and i got a phone call i had it in my little diary it was like three o'clock collect turkey got a phone call at 10 to 12 uh midday and it was like oh we're from you know the farm up the road oh you've got a, you've got a uh we've got you down here to collect your turkey i was like yep i'll be there this afternoon and they were like well we close in 10 minutes so <laughs> you might want to get here and I was like, literally, so they're only five minutes up the road. You know, when you get a phone call and the number's like, it's just unknown. Yeah. I never answer those. I'm like, if it's someone I know, they'll leave a message. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'll answer it. And it was lucky I did. So when I got there, I kind of like, was like, oh, and they were like, oh, I'm really sorry. There must be some kind of mix up. I was like, yeah, no worries. And I was like, just out of interest, what would have happened if I'd have rocked up at three o'clock? They'd have been like, well, you wouldn't have got home because the gates oh were locked and we'd God, have been at home. <laughs> so dodged a bullet there but the actual yeah cooking of the turkey and stuff yeah it went quite it went quite well and actually the old man bless him so i was we were cook, i was cooking for like my parents basically mm. um and like dad does the turkey like that's like dad's thing like doesn't cook that often just gets involved in the big hitters the big sure. celebrations the people, people that like the people the things that the stories are recalled about for you know years yeah. and years and years yeah when, he, when he's got an audience he like you know quite performative um the glory meals so he came around and like so it's quite good having mum and dad there because they're kind of entertaining max so i'm kind of cracking on like feeling the pressure a bit and i could kind of see you know when you can feel someone looking at you and i feel dad like looking over being like i was waiting for him to be like you don't do it like that i wouldn't have done it like that but you know what like he kind of bit his tongue and he just kind of sat there 
like super chilled, like being like well-behaved, I would describe it as. And I was like, right, Turkey, I think it's done. So, you, uh, so the one thing I forgot to get was like a thermometer yeah. to actually test it. So I was like, okay, well, you know, cut into it. Da, da, da. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's cooked. But I was like, maybe this is the time to kind of get the big man involved. So kind of asked him, got him over. I was like, oh, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, he goes, I think that's fine. Was, you can do it for another five minutes, won't it? You know, just that little bit of getting him involved. I think it yeah. made him feel like, yeah, okay, I'm still, I'm still part of this. But no, it went well, mate. And Jamie Oliver's roast potatoes, by the way, they went down a storm. Bang him. Went down a tree. Mm. The secret is goose fat, everyone. I feel like <laughs> most people know this. Basically, yeah, this isn't new information. I mean, as a nutritionist, I feel like you just just add fat to anything; it tastes better. Like that's you. I mean, Oliver's like everyone's doing the goose fat thing. I'll tell you what you need: goose fat and olive oil. Oh, oh. the secret: more fat on fat. I might chuck in a bit of peanut butter next year for the triple fat potatoes. That's, oh. where, that's where it's really at. But no, Christmas was really good. Really enjoyed it. I'm really glad. Mate. Those kind of few days with the family. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. And now good. it feels like it was about six months ago. Oh, always way in January though. But you hear the same things from everybody, don't you? You always hear, I'm so glad to get back to my routine. <laughs> 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 All right, Sandra. <laughs> Put the chocolate biscuits down. <laughs> don't you they're exactly the same like we are creatures of habit and we do crave a little bit of routine so I mean I'm not I was loving having time off if I could get paid to have more time off it'd be great as much as I love my clients and I have yeah we both said this the the being back in the gym seeing clients that's like the nice part of coming back the hard part is the 5 a.m wake up that is and when it's kind of kind of dark and cold and you've just come out of kind of the festive season of a bit more drink and a bit more food and you feel a little bit more sluggish it's it's a it's a harsh adjustment i would say yeah, yeah. big time it's hard it's really hard um yeah it's the get it's the wake ups for me but then i think that's a little bit of like covid fatigue as well so um put it down to that long covid <laughs> nah i had omicron mate you don't get long covid with omicron <laughs> it's just a cold um so yeah yeah it is it is it is nice to get back to routine. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, it's the cold and the dark and the wake-ups. So. so, mate, moving on to routine and getting mm. back in the gym. Uh, have you got any training goals or aspirations or plans for kind of January or the early part of the year? Mm. Early part of the year, no, if I'm honest. Um, I'm still trying to kind of like get my schedule sorted with my clients get everybody happy I'd like like a regular week a regular calendar I'm hoping that continues for like January February into March um I'm just getting back into it like I've realized four days a week for me is a sweet spot two upper body days two lower body days anything more than that that fifth session I literally CBA cannot be asked no motivation don't really care what I do kind of have hit the all the major exercises I want to do anyway that week so by that fifth session I'm like what's the point like I'm not getting anything extra out of it so four for me is the sweet spot um there's sorry mate to just jump in but there is definitely that principle of diminishing returns 
huge yeah. with training. And I think, again, we've probably like a lot of this stuff would have spoken about on previous pods, but, and I think like this is pertinent in the new year as well. Like more isn't necessarily better a lot of the time. So if you're, if you're like getting into the gym now and you're like, yeah, full steam ahead, I want to you know train as much as I can. Like the jump from four sessions to five sessions, it, it's not, it's not like going from one to two where you no. will see quite a big, a big difference or from like two to four. Again, you see a big difference there, but yeah, it's just something worth bearing in mind, especially in the new year when people are kind of uber keen. Yeah. And, um, it. and yeah, yeah, hit it hard. Um, so yeah, I know that's my sweet spot. I'd really like to get back to some kind of squatting this year at some point because um, my knee's been, to be honest, my knee's actually been fine, but I haven't been squatting. I haven't been training. I haven't been in a lunge position on the floor, like trying to coach clients. So I'd like, I need to do a bit more rehab with that. And hopefully I'll get back to some kind of squatting again this year. It's a crime um, if you don't squat, mate. Thank you, mate. That's very kind. I know. Um, Rambo do... has exceptional squat form, everyone. I've got to say. <laughs> I've got to say it as one trainer to another. It's um, it's a thing of beauty. And then I'm like, oh, how does that feel? And you'll be like, yeah, fucking knees killing me. And I'm like, what? They look great. <laughs> what are you talking? You're, you've got a really good poker face when you squat. That's for sure. Thank you. No, I do really want to get back to it now. Um, just because it gives me a bit more, like a bit of a bigger exercise library as well. Like when you're in pain, yeah, it's great that you can still do stuff that will keep you out of pain, but it does kind of limit what you can do. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to squatting. Um, I want to do, yeah, I want to do one cardio session a week, just half an hour, like just to keep the lungs ticking over, whether it's a run or some kind of run bike row or whether it's some kind of um, functional stuff. No, I'm not running with you, mate. I'm not running with you. You've got legs like a gazelle. You can fuck off. Um, like, or whether it's some kind of functional stuff with my friend at the weekend or with Jack, like just something just to keep the lungs ticking over because yeah, just for health, if anything. And just so um, I still maintain that that element of, of health and fitness. But yeah, that's kind of me for now. Do you have a preference, mate, like with cardio? Is there something that you, like if you had like a dedicated, like, you know, whether it's like half hour, an hour or whatever, do you prefer doing kind of more interval type stuff or do you prefer that kind of like pick an exercise steady state just get the heart rate going do you have do you have a leaning either way Um, all things being equal like if you take the other training out of it if you were just going to pick it for fun i like things that have rest (laughs) so that's that's interval training then some kind of circuit (laughs) slash interval yeah but nothing that's like um anaerobic like nothing that's like anaerobic glycolytic like 90 percent heart rate kind of stuff like more kind of like 70 70 to 80 percent 85 percent max of heart rate like so i like the session i like that session that you do with one of your clients that i did one time that's like um oh with keith yeah with keith that's like what is it like 1k run five minutes of an exercise rest for two minutes 1k run five minutes i might do that again soon actually i really enjoyed that like yeah something that is something that is more metabolic conditioning, something that does have some functional movements in there that does have a strength element to it. Like I don't mind a burpee. Um, I, d- I don't mind the barbell stuff, but it is, it's really tough and it's really taxing. I don't want to do anything cardio wise that I really feel like I need to recover from. I don't want that to be the focus of my training. If it requires a lot of recovery, it's not happening. That's exactly why I kind of said that 
take the other stuff out of it because yeah. I think once you've already got those four resistance sessions plugged in you have to be a little bit smarter with yeah. what you pick like because you can go and do a bunch of metabolic conditioning or yeah, a bunch of sled work but then if you've got your squat day a couple of days later maybe not the smartest yeah. but yeah it's never going to be the focus of my training it's just for health so it's just got to be something that a i want to do and b that makes me feel good maybe just gets me a little bit sweaty i don't mind a run every so often but i'm a flat fair weather runner and it's really bloody cold i'll wait till the summer then i'll come and knock in i'll come no, and knock in for you i'm in the not summer. doing it mate i'm not doing it those nice light mornings not doing it get at the gym about five o'clock go for a nice half hour run together <laughs> then straight into eight hours of bt <laughs> We should do that one day. See how we feel after it, yeah? Okay. See you up there. <laughs> Rambo hits her head on her microphone. Um, what about you, mate? January, how's it looking for you training-wise? I think I know the answer to this, but um, let's enlighten the listeners. Uh, quite full on is the, <laughs> is the answer. So I'm training for the Amsterdam Marathon, which is in October. So I've tried to... On one hand, I've taken the pressure off myself because I'm kind of notorious for picking a time and being like, right, I must try and hit that. So what I'm going to do instead of focusing on, this is, it's like me talking to a client now, instead of focusing on like the outcome, I'll focus on the process and the outcome will be what it will be. So I've got that kind of mindset with it because what I'm trying to do or what I am doing is running four days a week or four running sessions and then two lifting sessions to complement that. So the, so roughly speaking, it will be one long run, which is anything from at the moment, an hour and a half to two hours, one moderate run, which will be about an hour ish. And then two shorter runs, which again, anything from like 30 to 40 minutes, depending on what I'm trying to do. Um, and at the moment, it's really just a case of time on the feet and just building that cardio base, if you like. So like I was saying to you yesterday, this week, I'll do the same time on my feet as last week, but it'll be a little bit quicker. Um, and then I'll, I'm kind of going by feel a little bit, but the structure of the main thing is I have to run four times a week. Um, and if the diary allows it, I'll try and maybe pinch a fifth. But being realistic, it's not... Um, I think the body, if I'm sensible with how I, how I progress, the body can cope with more, but it, it's the same with like recording the podcast. It's the, it's the other stuff outside it, like spending time with Sarah and Max, being present and fully awake when I'm training clients, having like some downtime to myself. So it's trying to find that balance of um, like mentally. Like I don't want to get to a stage where I'm not enjoying doing it because mm -hmm. at the moment I know it's like a week and a half in. But I'm quite enjoying it. Like even the run yesterday, which I which was harder than I thought. So like the middle part of it, I'm like, oh God, I, I was hoping to feel better like 15 minutes into this treadmill session. But at the end of it, I finished really strong. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I'd have that kind of kick at the end. That's a positive. And I'm kind of enjoying um, pushing a little bit and just, yeah. So that's going to mm -hmm. be training six times a week. It's going to mean double sessions for me. So uh, combining like a like an upper body day and then probably like a an easy run in the evening something like that mm. um and that's fine i'll try and give myself if i can give myself like two days two complete free uh, rest days a week that's what i'll do so like today's a rest day 
Yeah. Uh, you're really good with your resistance work, though. Like you are literally half an hour, 40 minutes in, done. And you are just absolute proof with your resistance training that you can maintain a really decent physique with not that much volume. Um, yeah, and it's, just, it's just great. I really admire it. I think maintenance. Uh, so I, I, I often think about this and I think about it in relation to clients, obviously, because most people that I work with don't train five days a week yeah. or maybe train like, well, some do, but most I would say train anywhere from probably the average is two to three, I, I would say, not resistance, actual resistance training. Um, and I do think there's an element of, because I used to train like five days a week um, for quite a while. So I don't know whether the muscle that I kind of, because I've never been massive, but I don't know whether that muscle mass that I gained was gained kind of during that period. And now I kind of maintain mm. where I'm at. So I'm not, but I do think you can do a lot with like two, if you pick two sessions a week, it's hit the big muscle group. So like for me at the moment, it's going to be like a full body session, which basically looks like pull-ups, dips, basically like, push pull upper body um reverse lunges rdls and then depending on what the legs are doing um sled after that which is pretty horrible um and then the other session is purely upper and that is more like that is all super setting stuff so the volume's through the roof the intensity's high but the weights are light or lighter mm-hmm. and it's about like constantly kind of going to you know one two reps in, in reserve and then last set just blowing out and, and finish, you know, taking them to, to fatigue. Mm. So when you look at the numbers there, the numbers look light or for, for me, like the numbers like, Oh, I'm only pressing, you know, 15s overhead or whatever, but the accumulation of that session yeah. is, is That's pretty it. horrendous, but it's quite nice because it, nothing's too heavy. It doesn't mm. feel like I'm beating myself up, but the doms from that, are, you know, when I was running, I was like, my shoulders hurt. <laughs> which yeah. is always always a good sign you've you've worked the upper body but yeah but that will be me so i'm quite i'm quite into and quite passionate about um like working with like runners and endurance athletes and and how to complement their car their heavy cardio workload with resistance in the gym so i'm kind of practicing what i preach a little bit so mm. like if anyone you know, if anyone's listening to this and they're kind of their endurance first, but they want to know how to add strength in, I mean, I'm happy to kind of answer questions on it and talk about how I would do it based on, mm. yeah, based on individual needs. Yeah. I'm um, interesting. Yeah. My training is in terms of exercise choice and rep ranges and stuff. I'm just straight back to what I, what I know and love complete hypertrophy training, um, adding in some more fun stuff with like advanced training methods. Obviously I've been training for like eight, eight, nine, coming up to like 10 years now, really. So it's like, um, cluster sets, lots of drop sets, trying to just keep the muscles guessing, um, strength work absolutely zaps my cns absolutely zaps it and i need a lot of recovery from that so knowing who i am as an athlete um i love that you you know you know that about yourself mate you know how to program yourself because you know the focus is you're running um but you also know what you need to do 
um, to keep to keep everything ticking over. And like I know about myself that strength training, like really in those like four to six rep ranges, is just it takes me days. Like deadlifts, there's no point me doing any kind of deadlifts if I want to if I have to train two days in a row because my CNS is just zapped. Um, I'm just respond better to that like eight to twelve rep range. Um, really enjoying cluster sets, supersets, tri-sets, just experimenting with things that I know I can implement with my clients as well. So I think that's the focus of my training at the moment, really, just trying to really experiment just to what works, what doesn't, what feels tough, what doesn't. So for the, for the listeners, and while I am about to mute myself so I can cough quite aggressively, can you just <laughs> <laughs> explain um, cluster sets? Oh, cluster sets. I'm loving cluster sets. So cluster sets is like one set of about, I'm using 30, but you can kind of use as many as you want, but it's a very, very high rep range. So usually like 20 to 30, sometimes more, um, but you want to go at about 70% of your one RM. You do one big set of about, as I'd say 15 to 20. You want to get that first set pretty much to failure or at least one to two reps in reserve by about rep, rep rep 15 rest shake it off like a little pause and then you complete the remainder of the reps in as few sets as possible um so yeah that's how you know if you've kind of picked the right weight <laughs> yeah um, i'm just gonna say that yeah be <laughs> be careful with this one guys if in um, doubt go one less yeah go if, a bit you, lighter. if you if you do all the set if you can do 30 in one go it's not heavy enough all right if 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 rep 15 is the struggle perfect if you can only get to 10 it's too heavy all right you want kind of rep 15 to be kind of the point where you're like oh i need to stop there shake it off maybe you get five more out shake it off again maybe you get five more out then you get three then you do two yeah and that is how you achieve that basic like overload with just one big set of about 30 reps um quite yeah. time quite time efficient very time efficient very good for um smaller muscle groups that you can't necessarily load very heavy um so yeah i use it a lot on flies are really good for it um lat pull downs very good for it shoulder press is great but i do it mainly on a machine so mm. something that like your technique stability um and like li less chance of injury basically so with a fly i always do a cable fly with a lat pull down obviously you're in a lap, lap on a pull down machine with a machine shoulder press something like that tricep um push downs something like that bicep curls great ones to do that with you get a really good pump from it really good pump from it and it's a great way to target a muscle that's maybe struggling a little bit or lagging behind great way to get overload um yeah with something that you're you're struggling with so yeah i'm loving a cluster set in a minute yeah i can't remember the last time i actually did i actually kind of programmed it in do you mm. know what i mean it's in, sometimes you'll end up doing it i don't know maybe you're a bit rushed or you just yeah. want to be like, oh, I just want to kind of blow out at the end of a session. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a smart way of doing it. It's a smart way. I of really doing like it. it. Most of my clients uh, <clears throat> want like um, either fat loss or hypertrophy. Like so, you know, I'm very lucky. Or both they, at the same time, if you want. Or both holy, at the same time. The holy grail. So yeah, it's good. To, it's good to add in for variety. Um, yeah. 
I'm doing them. Um, how something I did want to ask with regards to your marathon training and the way you set up your training this month as well, or for the next few months, really, have you changed your nutrition? Yeah. Um, I, I can't believe I didn't even bother to mention that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, post Christmas and just generally, I'm a bit heavier than I'd like to be. So I'm about last time I weighed, so I'm not doing like a daily weigh-in. I weighed right at the start of this, so 10 days ago, and I was bang on 80 kilos, like 80.0. And to put that in, so that's not heavy, obviously, but I mean, it's all with all these things, it's all relative. So I would say if I'm for running, I need to be lighter to to run as quick as I want to run, like long-term. So when I did... When I ran London, the London Marathon, I was 77, like low 77s. And when I did Amsterdam, I'd have been closer to 75. And when I ran probably the fittest I've been, which was like three years ago, kind of pre-COVID, I reckon I was 73. And that's not a coincidence, right? Like the lighter I am, the faster I run you know that's a lot though mate i can't imagine you at 73 i mean it's basically losing a stone yeah i can't that's... imagine you got a stone to lose you'd be surprised um yeah so so not so i don't necessarily have to lose a stone obviously but this might be more of a a longer term thing that i need what i would like to do is to to, to 80 kilos is i can kind of have christmas eat a bit all over the place and my weight doesn't really change that much because I've kind of topped out now. Like for me, like 80 kilos is probably about what I'm at. If I go and eat like a Domino's and have a bunch of salty food, I might see like an 82. So like a bloated 82 or a kind of normal 80 and maybe I'd be like a high 70 or 79 if I was a bit depleted. Um, So nutrition wise, I'm raining the calories in slightly um, but not massively, obviously, because I'm introducing a ton of expenditure in the form of these long runs. So on my long run day, I will be eating more than I would do normally to counteract that. But when I think the burn on the long run day was three, I think it ended up being over three and a half thousand to, uh, to hit maintenance, say. So I'd eat maybe three. Mm. So it's like a mo- I would call that like a modest deficit like for me i feel like i'm eating loads this Mm. this is great um and i'm gonna whereas the running i'm very much i you know i will be doing four days a week i will be hitting this amount of time on my feet with the nutrition i at the moment i'm hesitant to put hard and fast rules in because then it's another bunch of guidelines that i'm kind of gonna have to adhere to so at the moment i'm going to go by and this is another reason why i'm not weighing every day i'm going to trust that i can uh that i know enough to go by feel at least for this first month to get this first month running in like because i want to focus on the training Mm. um but there will come a time where well i'm I'm almost certain there'll come a time where i'll have to put some concerted effort into it because my eating habits at the moment like post christmas i don't know about you but I do crave that I want to eat good food because I've drunk a little bit more and I didn't eat too, to be fair, I ate pretty well over Christmas, but it's still that more alcohol, you know, 
eating kind of cheese and biscuits and stuff like that. Just things that like week to week, I just don't really eat. So I'm craving good food at the moment um, and quite enjoying it. And it feels quite easy and it's all, yeah, so, so far so good with it. But I will, as the mileage goes up, I'll, I'll kind of, yeah, I'll keep the, the listeners informed what mm. I'm doing and in what I would recommend if you're in a similar boat but i I will say this and i say it's all runners who want to people who want to get quicker if you're already running a decent amount and you've got that kind of level of fitness there's a good chance that being like a couple of kilos lighter a few kilos lighter is it's a really easy win to get quicker you will recover quicker you will run harder pair that with strength training so you're a stronger athlete in a lighter body you're golden you're that's it. Mate, I can't believe we've chatted for like 45 minutes. Have we? We haven't I was we- just pausing there because I need a wee. Yeah, I can see you jittering about I know, a little can bit. You see? That's why I just wanted to leave a little bit of a hang. Two steps. The future of the podcast. The future of the pod. What what are we doing? What are we doing with it, mate? What's going on? Um we as always, we kind of we want to keep adding value we want to keep you entertained um we've had some lovely messages as well from listeners both personally and in the gym um the few people i have told that it's coming back are so excited um they like um our chemistry together they like the insight we provide they love our no bullshit approach they love how we just make everything real as well and how um we we make them feel better in a way and that's I think what we want to carry on doing we're gonna still look to have some guests at certain points I would say we are going to also have certain segments um about things that maybe frustrate us and annoy us maybe overheard in the gym segments or latest seen in the Daily Mail segments. Um, <laughs> we did speak beforehand, like the day, Daily Mail could just be like just its own segment in itself. This week in the Daily Mail. Yeah, it's more bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we're going to keep you entertained. I think, yeah, I think one of the probably the biggest differences will be I think we are, well, we're talking about like bringing some structure to it, right? Because yeah. we did kind of have a loose structure last time. It was like catch up for a bit, pick a topic, roll with it. Um, now, me personally, I particularly like the, the Q&A kind of type format because one, you end up answering a question for like one person specifically. So they feel like, oh, that's nice. It's been addressed on the podcast. And nine times out of 10, if someone has a question, a bunch of other people are all kind of thinking along the same line. So it tends to help a lot of people. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to be like a regular thing we can kind of like put out to the to the Facebook group or just people that are listening. But we will do like if people put questions down, we will answer them. Like it might not. I mean, there was one point where we ended up having like a bit of a backlog because there was kind of mm. so many. But I do. I feel like if we kind of dedicate a section to it each week, like one or two, and sometimes like questions all, you'll get two or three all on a similar theme and you can end up kind of answering them together. So I personally, I really like that as a kind of weekly part of it. But like Rambo said, I think, so like a section for like Q&A, a section for, I would call it like current events, Mm -hmm. kind of good and bad, like good and bad. So I mean, normally with health and fitness, 
unfortunately like the the kind of crazy stuff tends to be the things that are shared like especially at this time of year as well maybe just like an in the news segment yeah kind yeah, of yeah exactly that in the news segment um i've got a couple of other ideas though mate oh have you if you'd uh, if you'd like to hear them always um i quite like so you know sometimes i will do it just to be slightly annoying um basically take an opposing view to you oh yeah just to, like we call it like playing devil's advocate yeah but i feel like the you could do that so say for example um let's pick something that's not true same say something like you shouldn't squat below 90 degrees because it's bad for your knees okay so we neither of us believe that right mm-hmm but I think every week, so you, sh- I think one of us should have to defend the opposing position. Interesting. Oh, so we could have like almost like a, a for and against. Yeah. So like you'd have to like, so maybe you would pick one one week and I'd have to try and form. So you could say to me, right, Andy, make an argument for you're not allowed to eat carbs after 6 p.m. Ah. And, and so like, obviously, again, because me and Rambo are on agreement in, with like 99% of topics i think it would be and also it's quite good it's good critical thinking right yeah to be like actually you know what how has that come about how has like no carbs after six come about because that again i picked that because that's something i used to believe so it wasn't just oh someone told me that and i believed it i was like oh well you know carbohydrates form of energy having them right before you lie down for eight hours that doesn't make sense to me so that would be like a a kind of a point of view wouldn't necessarily be right but you could kind of pick a few points as to why um yeah basically try and defend a position well, there may still be in. there may still be a situation or scenario where that has its place 100 percent. and and you could again so you'd kind of pick that but i think that's got legs because mm. it really it does make you think i mean you could go as absurd as you want as well we could have like one each um but yeah i do think something like that would be quite it'd be good good practice for us and potentially quite entertaining as well i love that that is brilliant i absolutely love that yeah great cool make a note of that i also think from you know like the kind of in the news a lot of the time that's going to be some complete cretin pimping out like a supplement or something of that nature true but there also might be a study that is relevant um yeah we know the media makes headlines of all of this stuff but it doesn't mean that the studies that come out don't actually have efficacy and like evidence and that there's not application with what with what they come out with so you know there's also some good things to be fair i mean these kind of overlap but maybe there is like a in the news section which is like whether it's a study or whether it's a program or whether it's a personality doing good or bad but i do think there's room for um yeah like bullshit corner or you know like the worst that we can find in the industry that week i think that's always quite entertaining and fun but i do think to kind of balance that out i think every week we shout someone or something or some company or we shout someone out yeah and deliberately say like why we think they are doing a good job or why it could be like an article could be another pt could be someone like we know personally could be someone like we know online but i think that way you kind of build this library potentially then of useful resources so um, we have our like industry 
industry devil and our industry angel maybe of the industry week. darling industry darling and our industry devil of the week industry idiot of the industry week industry <laughs> idiot that's true industry yeah industry darling and industry idiot and then also sorry i've just moved my mic because yeah, i'm actually gonna... getting my oh, job God. pad out <laughs> I got right. excited, so I got my writing pad out. Rambo's um, scribbling. I thought she was just doing like a little crossword or something. No, just while, well, while that's I was, something I would do. While I was yeah. chatting away. Um, also, uh, maybe we have a bullshit ometer, so like a bullshit scale rather than just calling it out. In terms oh, of my like, God. Like yeah. one to ten on the bullshit scale. But you have to kind of rank them as like ten is... Um... I just think of like the the craziest thing going. That's like the you know the name of it kind of thing. Yeah. So like yeah yeah. Well, we'll that's hundred percent the bullshitometer. Bullshitometer. I'm writing this down, mate. You've like inspired me so much. It's going in my it's going in my notepad that has on the front things I should tell my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to do on um, the old Facebook group. I used to do uh, yeah, very nice Rambo. Can confirm the pad is real. Um, yeah. I used to see something on the old Facebook group, which was um, Toss of the Week. And yes. Toss, Toss stood for Totally Obnoxious Social Share. So it'd be like those, are, and it'd invariably be like a juice detox type article that I'd see. And that'd be going straight in there. 100%. I love that. Toss I love of the that. Week. Um, yeah, basically, we love our pod and we want it to have more structure. We want it to get out to more people and more listeners. And these are great ways of doing it. Hopefully. Well, the, the proof will be in the pudding, mate, in the next couple of months or so. Yeah. So we have a bullshit scale. I'm literally writing all this down as we speak. I know. See, like, there is some there is some thought that goes into this. Yeah. But, I, but it would be, I think with the, just going back to what you were saying about getting guests on, I think I would love it. Like, in an ideal world, I would do two pods a week. And it'd be like me and Rambo for one. And then you'd have like a guest, a, get, a weekly guest. And you kind of be able to talk solely about, you know, what they do or where they're coming from. The biggest issue we have is time and being able to, even if we have the hours free, trying to coordinate a time where all three of us are able to record is quite tricky. Probably more doable now, people working from home and stuff, but also, I think we want to get the guests on we want to get on rather than shit, we need a guest this week. Let's try and find somebody. I think yeah. that's really, really important that we have people that we rate and that we really know have got a lot to offer as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's tricky, isn't it? Like I, I kind of thinking out loud now, but there might be times where having where like one of us hosts and it's like one guest. Mm. I don't know how you'd feel about that, Rambo, but... <sighs> <laughs> be like, based you dumped really... me for three months, mate, and now you've come calling back. You know? <laughs> hey, you're all right. You've got other friends, <laughs> other podcasts. Not the same. To, to busy same. yourself with. Not the same at all. Not the same um, at all. But yeah, it'd be, there's just so many, there's so many potential people to have on. That's, that's the thing. Um, and even, even people we've had on, like just talking to James, um, Oh, James Boyd, by the way, has rebranded himself. He has. He is. He's bear physio now. He's bear bear as in grizzly, not naked, but you know. <laughs> yeah, um, that could have had interesting connotations, couldn't it? Bear physio. Don't believe in clothes, guys. <laughs> I'll conduct all sessions naked. He doesn't do that, everyone, just no. in case. Um, 
yeah, but like just talking to James on a, and working with him on a regular basis in the gym, he's just an absolute wealth of knowledge. And so what James will do is if he's, if we're working with a client together, he'll kind of have him in for an assessment and kind of work in his magic. And he'll leave me a, a voice note of like a rundown of, um, you know, things they might need to work on or areas to, to focus on. And invariably I'll have Google open at the same time, like basically looking up what he's saying. Oh my <laughs> so God. It's just, yeah. And even some of the, you know how like exercises people have different names for them. Yeah. So like, that's a classic. And I'm like, what does he mean by da da da? I can't, well, it was um, Copenhagen bridge. I think he said, have you heard of that? What is that? No. Like Copenhagen plank. I think it might be. Okay. You heard of that? No, I'm going to Google it now, though. Yeah. I know what you mean, though, because there was something on my level four, my strength and conditioning course that I'd never heard before, but I knew the exercise called um, an Alekna. And I never was like, heard never heard of that before. But um, hang on. So Copenhagen. Go plank or side plank. Plank. Oh, no, I have heard of that. That's what you did with your client today, where they have the um, feet so up that, on the bench. Yeah. So, that, so that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the guy we work, we're working with together. Yeah, know um, what that is now. I'm just going to look up an Alekna. Yeah, go on. Um, so, yeah, but it's things like, so like he is just such a, he's got such a wealth of knowledge and experience. He's like, I'd have him on again in a heartbeat, James, like kind of physio. I mean, he could have a regular segment, physio corner, get James on a monthly basis. I think it's like some kind of, yeah, it's a tuck crunch. It's basically a tuck crunch and yeah. a lector. Um, yeah, definitely like physio corner, physio corner with James. Um, right, mate. I think we're, we're creeping up on time. Yeah. Go and collect little Maxwell from nursery. Um, I need to eat as well. Shockingly bearing all that in mind though. Um, obviously the Facebook group is back open for business. It was never actually closed, but it is now back open and up and running. And we would love to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, um, feedback on, uh, first of all, if you're glad to have us back. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not, maybe just don't say anything. Yeah. And yeah, your questions, send your questions in as well. Um, it is January. I'm sure many of you are starting, um, maybe your your health and fitness journeys i hope you're glad to have us back in your lug holes and yeah we'd love to hear love to hear your thoughts yeah and also even if it's not specific questions but if you want to use the facebook group for like a little bit of accountability like i, I think mm. i'll definitely i'm always like two minds whether it's like post workouts and stuff and like what i'm doing but actually at this time of year i feel like it's probably got a bit more relevance and i don't know like especially because we're bringing the pod back um yeah, just kind of share what you're doing. And it, it can help, like putting stuff in a group can help for accountability, especially if people take an interest and they're like, oh, how's the training going? How's the squatting going? How's the running going? It does, if people ask, like, because more people know now what I'm doing, like, you know, running the marathon later this year, people ask me about it. How's marathon yeah. training going? Well, I don't want to turn around and be like, no, nah, I've sacked that off. I'm not going to do it. Sack that off. It yeah, was just crap. Just couldn't be asked. Um, yeah. So yeah, even if you just want to kind of put what you're doing in there and any questions around that would be great. And I'll, again, I'll always say this, but if you do not want to put your question in the, like the public Facebook thread, like me, like message me or Rambo directly, or, you know, our email addresses will be on the, in the show notes, just contact us directly because we're happy to either, um, read it as an anonymous question or if you just rather not have it all kind of um played out on a on a facebook thread which i completely understand then um yeah 
don't mm. don't kind of suffer in silence feel free to reach out i've um just posted your wonderful setup into our facebook <laughs> group as we speak just to get the juices flowing yeah um it's not my usual setup today rambo is it i'm uh, <laughs> i'm working in in my snug today because sarah takes priority because she's working and she needs the office <laughs> so I, i've got quite a unique quite a unique setup so Go to the Facebook group and see what I'm what I'm working with. It looks semi-pro. The gear, it is the classic, all the gear. All the gear. I've got all the gear. All the gear. Look, I'm, mate. But I'm perched on I'm, I'm perched on the edge of a sofa. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm using Jamie Oliver's Christmas cookbook to prop my <laughs> microphones. I didn't know what that was. Everyone starts somewhere, mate. Exactly. Everyone starts somewhere. In a year's time when our Facebook is international and we're getting ad companies approach us, from we're getting Herbalife wanting to rep us. That's when we'll build twenty eight tea tox tea detox juice cleanse approaching us. We'll you know. build that that Joe Rogan studio then. Oh move, mate, move, move to Texas, sign the deal with Spotify. That's it. You'll remember. It, You'll remember over. this day. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got to go and pick up a little person. I've got to eat some food. Enjoy. Oh right. mate, it's so good to be back. It's good to be back. It is good to be back, and um, yeah, I'll look forward to recording same time next week. Same time next week. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Not Another Fitness podcast. If you'd like to join our ever-growing community, please log on to Facebook and request to join the Not Another Fitness podcast group. We really do appreciate all the feedback that you take the time to send myself and Andy and you'll find our contact details in the Facebook group. If you want to inquire with either of us about working with us directly, send us a little email. If you have time to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom, give us a five-star rating and jot down your thoughts in a little review. If you're listening via any other podcast provider, please just share it to your socials as it really does help get our little podcast out to more people. 